Welcome to the edifying 77th episode of the Non-Player Character Podcast, a video game podcast with character. I am your enlightened, everlasting podcast editor, NPC Paul. And we are actually doing a podcast with uh, a pretty good stable of other NPCs. Let's see here. Who do I start with? Of course I start with the energetic, always excited and eager to be here, Jeremy. How's it going, Jeremy? Hi. <laughs> yeah, you're just uh, you're just gonna knock that one right at the knees. Sounds good. <laughs> Sadly, the elusive, very enigmatic, and easygoing doppelganger of mine cannot be here today because Kent's mic is broken like a pog can't believe it but we do have the enterprising and down-to-earth twitch streamer extraordinaire leonard how's it going leonard me 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 cool i'll take it and again sadly the elegant absolutely essential and evergreen of this podcast cannot be here today because katie's head is aching and that sucks. I hope she gets better. But rising from the ashes like a phoenix is the economically minded, eerily accurate in his predictions, and all around eh of a guy, Dan. Holy shit, Dan. You're actually on a podcast. I know. And I have to say this uh, intro is uh, excruciating. <laughs> I'm glad you like it so much because I know you miss them. All these incredibly uh, just exquisite intros that I write out every single it's very episode. enthralling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you couldn't tell from the intro, we're going to be talking about E3. That's right. That's what I went with with the intro is three E's for every NPC. Holy shit. I'm an idiot. So we have a couple of news stories, and uh, I hope that's going to be good because uh, it's going to lead directly into our talk about E3. But as always, with every single episode, we're going to go around and ask everyone what everyone has been playing over the past couple of weeks. I am not going to go first because I'm going to take, you know what, Dan, you haven't said what you've been playing in a very long time. Do you even play video games anymore, Daniel? I've evolved beyond video games. Oh yeah, what are you what are you into yeah. now? I work, <laughs> <laughs> jobs, adulthood, adulting. No, um, wow. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm still playing um, video like uh, Black Desert Online for a bit. Shocker. Um, but you know, I tried some Overwatch because they had their anniversary event. Oh, okay. Um, I actually, been looking into some. Um, PC games. Nice, um, nice. Yeah, I found one that's kind of an interesting little um, indie game called Dorf Romantique, which is basically a tile-based world builder. It's interesting. I think I know what one you're talking about. You have to like create little uh, uh, little forests, and you get uh, points based on how many forest tiles are next to each other. 
and little villages, and you get points based on how many villages are next to each other, etc. Dan is gone. <laughs> is everyone Mission gone? failed. We'll get him next time. <laughs> Mission failed. We'll get him next time. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, I'm back. Hey, Dan. I don't know if you heard yeah. anything that I said. No, no. I okay. Heard, uh, forest builder, and that was about it. Right, no, uh, forest tiles and, and you get to the points and whatnot. You get points for forests, you get points for villages, you get points for uh, rivers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, basically it's a stack of tiles that are all randomly um, shuffled. Uh, and depending on which way the tile is facing, it yeah. has forests, desert, water, train tracks. Yeah, And yeah. you can build a world um, and then the combos that you make and stuff with it kind of work all together right it it looked like an incredibly relaxing and peaceful game it is very relaxing and and in these times in these unprecedented times uh we we need more of that uh and i'll get to my relaxing game uh after jeremy talks about his gaming jeremy what have you been playing recently so other than playing mlb the show 21 i've actually been spicing it up a little bit oh. i have been playing uh you've been playing real Knockout games City. <laughs> Knockout. No, <laughs> One more I don't play RBI baseball anymore. I, I, I retired. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm too good at it. And, and what are you even playing? Knockout City? Yes. Yeah, so it's that new free to play temporary game by EA. It's surprisingly really fun. And I've also thrown in a little bit of Minecraft that's gotten into that phase. Yeah, all right. All right. Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of streamers uh, on the Twitches. Uh, they are playing Knockout City um, off and on, and Mr. Fruit being one of them, Robbie V, etc. Um, they uh, they are having fun. It looks like a crazy, silly, weird, wacky dodgeball three v three, and that's that's kind of cool. It is surprisingly addicting. I'm not gonna lie to you. I have it. I wanted to see the difference between all of them, so I played them on my. I played it on the Switch. Um, and then on the Xbox, and obviously there's a graphic difference between the two, but other than that, though, it's surprisingly pretty fun. Good, good. And and it runs well on the Switch, because online games and Switch, I don't think really mix, but, you know. No, they don't. Um, like, I was really disappointed when Apex Legends came out on the <laughs> yeah. Switch, so that made no sense to me, I to don't be know why they did but, that. Um, no, it runs really well. Granted, it is only 3v3, so it's really not that big of a, like, you know, a lobby, but yeah, yeah. no, runs great, no lag. Cool. Maybe it was built with the Switch in mind, which is actually kind of how, if you're going to do an online game at all, that's how you should do it, uh, like Splatoon or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it does sound like a lot of fun. I hope that the price EA uh, slaps on that when... Uh, uh, how many days is it free until 40 days? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I had a brain fart. Oh, 40 days. No, it's like eight days left. It's like eight days left. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, by the time, uh, anyone is hearing this, you can still go online. You can still, uh, uh, get this for yourself on switch and PlayStation. I'm pretty sure it's even on PC, um, uh, and, uh, Xbox, uh, and yeah, try it out. It's, it's weird. It's different, but I like it. Leonard, I'm going to go to you. Uh, I know that uh, there's a lot of games that you've been playing nonstop because, uh, you know, you're an affiliate now, right? Uh, so that means you're playing all the games? Uh, sure, yeah. All the games. All the games. the games. When my idiot brother can get on, yes. <laughs> so what have you been playing, Leonard? 
Uh, actually, I have been playing Knockout City. Um, wow. I've been playing Knockout City and It Takes Two. Mm. Um, play a little bit of Dead by Daylight, which okay. Okay. I know that's kind of out of the ordinary for me. Yeah, that is a scary game. And also totally accurate Battlegrounds. Oh, right. They still update that game, don't they? It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. I, I get a little upset, but I just laugh at it at the end of every time. Good, good. That's that's the best way to play uh, competitive shooters, which is why I can no longer play Apex. Um, but yeah. Oh wow, have you retired? Oh from Apex? wow. Yeah, I've retired from Apex. Uh, I keep getting uh, uh, upset at the game uh, because I suck at it, um, and everyone else is better at me or better than me. Uh, so I've stopped playing it. And I think that's better for my health. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I'm not playing Apex anymore, everybody. I'm not playing. It is one of the best shooters ever made. I will I will go down fighting uh, saying that, but, but no, I'm no longer playing it. However, other than a little bit of Red Dead Online, I have been playing a lot of a game called Spiritfarer on the Switch. It is beautifully animated uh, 2D action platformer kind of uh, emphasis more on the platformer than the action. Uh, You play as a young girl who becomes uh, the new farrier to the land of the dead. So you (laughs) take these incredibly animated uh, animal characters who represent uh, real life people uh, in the little girl's life um, and take them into the land of the dead uh, after doing some some kind things for them. It is surprisingly emotional uh, and surprisingly uh, impactful, uh, especially like if, if you're somebody who has lost somebody uh, close to them in their life, this is definitely something that you should be playing. Um but on top of that, I actually just started a quest uh, where I helped uh, uh, an uprising of uh, socialist dock workers who were getting unfairly treated by their uh, capitalist pig dog uh, boss. And it felt so good to liberate them. Uh, it, it that sounds so up your alley. It was man. it was so perfect. Oh, my God. Like he wasn't paying them vacation time or medical expenses like it's. Oh my God. It was so great. Uh, but yeah, spirit fair, uh, you can pretty much get that anywhere. Uh, but I play it on the switch. Um, but yeah, get it. It's good. So we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we have a whole bunch of news. Don't we, Jeremy, don't you have an entire page of news for us? Pages, pages of news. This is going to be a long one. Everybody. Oh, strap the fuck in. I'm so bored. There's nothing to do. Why don't we play a game? Sure. How about Call of Duty Modern Warfare? No, I always get called a squeaker. Fortnite? Nah, Fortnite's boring. How about Grand Theft Auto 5? Mom says I can't play that game. I got just the thing. Whoa! Need for Speed, the Yeet. Where this time you can yeet your car across the whole world from just one drift. You can yeet through buildings. Bang into other cars. 
You can even go underwater. And coming this summer, you can get the DLC to go into outer space. Say again, please. Houston, we have a... The story is the best ever in Need for Speed history. Johnny, we have to go 100 miles in about 2.5 seconds to jump over that oddly placed train. How are we going to do it? And this time, as a GameStop exclusive, you get the legendary Master Yeet with two Yeet spray paints and get Yeet Nitrous in the beginning of the game. Need for Speed, the Yeet. Whoa! Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for news. Now, I did tease that Jeremy had literal pages of news ready and raring to go for us, but it does feel wrong to start the news section of this wonderful podcast without Leonard's amazing Nintendo news section. So, Leonard... What kind of news you got for us today? Oh, no! <laughs> I have literally just a couple of things. No, real quick, real quick. So last episode, you you did your Nintendo uh, news intro, and it's fantastic. But, uh, of course, because we're on Discord right now, you kind of clip out, and it's not 100% uh, audible. This one was even worse, and I'm not going to change it. Yay! <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> so, Leonard, what it. what do you got for us? Uh, well, all I got is basically just two things, and that's it. All right. What is one of the things? Well, mainly just because it was sort of the first showcase for it, uh, Knockout City. Okay. Okay. Out. Yes. Um, it's a free trial, like we said before. Uh, it is very fun, and it actually works pretty well for the Switch. Basically, the way I look at it, it's pretty much Splatoon's. Okay. It's pretty much Splatoon's graphics with yeah. a kickball aspect to it. Dodgeball? Kickball, dodgeball. I wish it was kickball. Balls, my balls. Holy whatever. shit. I need a kickball uh, game right now. I do have one question. Can you throw a wrench in this game? No, sadly, you cannot throw a wrench. Maybe it'll be That's DLC. <laughs> and then the uh, next piece of news is a lot of people are um, going off of what a uh, what pretty much what happened on Twitter. A guy by the name Wario64 said they already announced 100 plus playable Nintendo Switch online games. They've done enough uh, in regard to an argument that people were having about like Nintendo, like, oh, what are they going to show us at E3 and such? Right, right. Or at least that's from what I've been researching. Sure. And then another person dropped a comment, said, I just found this on Amazon in Mexico. And it looks like it says, New Nintendo Switch Pro, which has gotten a lot of people thinking, oh, there must be another console coming out because this is something that we've been saying for years, um, ever since the first Switch came out. And uh, personally, I mean, if they are, 
just be patient. Like it's yeah. it's not that hard to be patient and Especially when Nintendo feels like it's going to work, that's when they will release it. For all oh, yeah. we know, they could just have it to pretty much almost to the point where they're going to start production, and then there's a major problem. They cancel it all. Yeah. I mean, if they started production right now, there would already be a major problem because of the uh, uh, superconductor chip shortage that's exactly. been uh, affecting electronics for, for fucking forever. Uh, Dan, I know we talked about this a little bit off mic, but I want you to sort of reiterate for the audience. What exactly do you think Nintendo would be doing with a pro? Uh, well, I mean, they have two options pretty much moving forward for a pro. It's either just simply a more powerful switch, mm -hmm. um, basically meaning a higher resolution, bigger battery, um, uh, controller modifications, just a, so hopefully if there's no wandering right or right. drift um but there won't be any major like structural differences um you think it'll be like yeah probably like a little bit bigger maybe to accommodate the the new screen and resolution size uh i'm actually thinking less of a bezel um a little okay. bit, uh, cleaner more of a tablet yeah full, like yeah. a small like very like almost not noticeable uh bezels okay like you'd get with like an ipad uh, do you think they'll uh, keep the uh, TV integration, the dock, basically? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, okay. I mean, it's the Switch. Right, um, right. So I, they may add some more horsepower that you can unlock by actually putting into the TV, maybe by expanding the dock itself, which I don't really see them doing, but they could. Right. Okay. Um, you know, little functionalities, Bluetooth, stuff like that. Ethernet would actual, be nice. Like, uh, full featured system. What's yeah. up? Ethernet. Yeah. Ethernet would be nice. Yeah. I don't know. That would be wonderful, but I don't think I don't think Nintendo would do that. Yeah. Personally. Um just because I mean, yeah, it is it sounds like a great idea and that it would be something that I think a lot of people would see, but a lot of people would just look at it and be like, okay, so I already have an Ethernet cord for my PC. Right. Or from my other console, my PlayStation, my Xbox, whatever it may be, my Soldier Boy console. But <laughs> to put it into a Switch, um, I feel like there'd be a lot of problems with that. Because when you're docking it and then undock, right, you may have a lot of problems. Disconnected but. immediately and things. And also, I don't even know if the USB-C uh, could handle the bandwidth of a... Well, you can already... Um you a uh, network adapter to USB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Switch. yeah, so, I mean, maybe, maybe, who knows? Maybe uh, there is a possibility uh, for mo mobile, or not mobile, um, online gaming uh, for the Switch, but I know that's that's not their focus. It's never been their focus. Yeah, no, it's not going to be. It's going to be expanding their mobility uh, Yeah. more than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only and, other question uh, is going to be if they actually do a Switch 1.5 slash 2 with full backwards compatibility and they just use that as a stepping stone into the next generation. Nintendo has been pretty good at that. I mean, you know, the 3DS played all of the DS games and uh, the DS, the first couple uh, series of the DS, played all the Game Boy Advance games. The Game Boy Advance played all of the Game Boy games. So they're pretty good at that. Um, and I hope they would. And, I hope they would do that. But, yeah, and they tried it with the uh, new 3DS. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, one last bit of news as Please. well yeah. is an update. Now, go back to a couple years ago. 
Okay. Um, there was Better a game times. that Dan was actually very excited about for the Nintendo Switch. Okay. That's interesting that uh, Dan would be excited about anything. Yes, yeah. and it was a Nintendo game as of that. Wow. Okay. Okay. So when this game was coming out, uh, we got a lot of news, like some really big news about it, and Dan hadn't heard anything about it. And it was something that Paul, Katie, Kent, and I were so eager to tell him so that we could watch his dreams just crumble. I I am ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting vague memories of what we were doing to Dan and not necessarily what the game was. So continue. It's ladies and gentlemen. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that game was Mario Party for the Nintendo Switch. Ah, yes. And now recently, Nintendo decided to capitalize on money. And when I mean by money, I mean the fact that now you can play online with your friends. After how many years? <laughs> Two years? Two years. To be honest, Leonard, when I heard about this, I was surprised because I thought that you already could. And the fact that no. you couldn't doesn't make Super Mario Party very super, now does it? No. no. <laughs> oh. yeah, that was a reason why I did not pick up Mario Party. Yeah. I was fucking like, there is no point. <laughs> no. There just is not. No. You not get at games all. like uh, Overcooked. Why yeah. would you need that? Yeah. And Overcooked is way more fun uh, uh, online. I, I Yeah. I don't know why they did that. Well, Leonard, as always, uh, uh, the vanguard for the news section, we appreciate it every time. Nintendo will be definitely discussed in our E3 topic, but I've let you I've let you simmer on Jeremy's promise of his pages of news that he has for us. And so, Jeremy, I want you to take it away for us. What is what is what is needed for the listener to understand right now? So Paul, first off, there is actually a lot of sports news. Some of oh, it. Oh Christ! Okay, yeah, sure. Slightly, a little, 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 tiny old. Some of it's like brand spanking new. Okay, okay. Let's um, yeah, okay. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. I'm excited. So I believe about a couple days ago, EA's U.S. Securities and Exchange Emission Annual Report came out recently. <clears throat> Yep. And okay. That's basically all the money that EA makes throughout the entire globe. Yes. So EA made $1.62 billion just from Ultimate Teams. Now that's from, you know, FIFA, uh, Madden, NHL, uh, NHL, $1.62 billion dollars <laughs> worldwide on ultimate teams great and great. i thought this news was just way too juicy i i had i had to bring it up because i feel like it's it's 
to be brutally honest, it's it's outrageous. No, uh, yeah, it's I mean, dumbfounding. On this podcast, uh, uh, longtime listeners, any hell, even short time listeners, would probably recognize that um, we point out the craziness of uh, capitalism on uh, uh, almost every episode. Uh, and this is a perfect example of the disgusting nature uh, that uh, capitalism uh, puts us in. And uh, yeah, 1.6 billion, you say? Yes, it was. Now it, it was 1.62 billion dollars. Now, Sweet. yeah. In 2015, EA only made like about 500 million dollars off of Ultimate Teams. So, so it's you know, growing. It's. it's immensely growing and it's it was dumbfounding when i was reading it yeah yeah i, I don't want to say that's an exponential growth because i'd need to look at charts but uh that is a uh staggering growth uh that could solve world hunger 10 times over good to know that ea has our money well we do have to remember that this comes in during the COVID pandemic with it's true people being at home no jobs or um, nowhere to go to spend money. So it's true. Yes. Thank you it's, for putting a wet towel on my socialist fire. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, yeah, uh, a ridiculous amount of money from a ridiculous company. Uh, what other news you got for us? All right. So it's actually Nintendo news and I'm beating Leonard to it. I uh, cannot so believe Howard. <laughs> you are taking this from him. Uh, Nintendo no. Oh, oh my gosh. You shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Um, a new skateboarding came out for the Nintendo Switch. It was really big mobile-wise. Um, Is this Ollie? Really big on console. It's called uh, Skate City. Okay, okay. It's like Ollie's successor, I think. I think I know which one you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really silly skate uh, side scroller skateboarding yeah. game. Um really only has two game modes. It's endless skate that continues to scroll and then there's like challenges you can do for certain tricks. Okay. Um but it's actually doing fairly well for the Nintendo Switch actually. I bet it is. <clears throat> Yeah, if you've never played Ollie, that game is fantastic. That game is is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I played the second one on uh, PS4. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, no, it, it we need more uh, extreme sports games uh, in the world. Um, I was reminded for some fucking reason of uh, basically the Tony Hawk of wakeboarding. Um, they made a wakeboarding game much like uh, Tony Hawk uh, back in the day. And it was fucking banging. And you can like, you could have added uh, your tracks, uh, uh, like song tracks into the game and it would time it out so that the song would end uh, and like fade out at the end of the level. Anyway, it was fucking fantastic. We need more of them. Uh, Sorry for that little tangent. What other, what's that? I said, I love, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a fucking stupid and wonderful game. They need to remake it. Anyway, what other sports uh, news do you got for us, Jeremy? So, but just because I know we have our big E3 topic, I'm going to cut it short. You're going to, you're going to shred some pages that you've, that you've written out. Okay. I spit balled them and spit them out. No, I'll just mail them to you. Don't worry. I know you like essays. Yes. 
You're going to mail them? So, yo, what yeah, are you, 80? Snail mail. <laughs> um, MLB The Show got a nice-sized update not too long ago yesterday. Wonderful. Um, fixed a couple bugs. So if you're playing a game and you go into extra innings online, um, it would completely change your uniform and jersey for some reason. So you might walk in with a white jersey playing the game. And then if it goes into extra innings, you might walk out with a purple jersey for some reason. Sweet. That's what, <laughs> that, that's what you want. Yeah. So that bad boy got fixed. I bet. Um, so there is a certain game mode called Team Infinity, um, which is basically every quote-unquote season, which it has um, new players you can pick up. There's challenges. You have to pick up the players to then get hits and play games with them. Um, it kind of helps improve your Diamond Dynasty team overall. The first 99 overall player to the show was introduced yesterday, uh, Mariano Rivera. He's a pitcher, um, which is kind of a big deal because if you were to get your hands on this 99 overall pitcher, you can sell him for close to 500,000 stubs, which is about $300 US. Goddamn. Okay. So you're saying this is like the Charizard of MLB show. It's it's the basically ho- the hollow Charizard. It's the hollow Charizard. That's good. Yes. <laughs> I'm putting it in, you know, terms we can all understand. Yes, yes, I I appreciate that, Dan, cuz uh, most of that was Greek. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played a baseball game uh since uh oh my god, Little Little League World Tour, I think it was in 2010. Uh, because it's a very simple game um, with uh, little dudes that don't have arms and only have hands. It's great. Oh, dude, you should have played uh, Bases Loaded on the NES days where you could throw like seven baseballs at one time. Yes, yes. Yeah. These guys, are the kinds of games guys, that... Guys, guys. What? You guys can't, you can't not compare any game from the early 90s to early 2000s game which I don't remember the name of it, but it was pretty much everyone who was in MLB and NFL, things like that, but they were made into little kids. But there was one person that outdid everyone. In every game, he was literally the cheat code for everything. Was it Tito Ortiz? It was Pablo Sanchez. Backyard baseball, <laughs> there backyard it is. football. Yeah, okay. It was okay. the best sports game of our time. And I'd say even now better than what any game that Jeremy may say. <laughs> Wait, Leonard, were you even born at that time? Yes, I was. <laughs> All right. We are gonna end the news section right there because uh yeah, E3 is coming up, everybody. It's coming up on the fucking 10th. Who the fuck knew? Anyway, I hope to see you on the other end. Fuck you! And now for another thrilling adventure of... If Half-Life 3 came out today! Episode 2. Campsite. Hey, did you hear Half-Life 3 came out? Really? Yeah. Is it any good? Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, one reviewer gave it like a 7 out of 10, so. Really? Yeah. 7 out of 10? Yeah, I mean, 7 out of 10. I was hoping to play that game. Yeah, but... 7. And so concludes another thrilling adventure of... If Half-Life 3 came out today! Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for the topic. If you didn't hear me at the end of the last section, E3 is happening on June 10th, which uh, is in two weeks away from when we're recording this, uh, and less than that, when you're hearing this... Uh, I was just as surprised as the rest of the world, I think, when um, E3 came out and said, yeah, we're doing it again, everybody. It's going to be digital just like last year. Uh, And uh, a whole bunch of companies are already involved, including Microsoft, Ubisoft, uh, Bethesda by Microsoft Proxy, uh, Nintendo uh, and Square Enix are definitely going to be in attendance. Then some rumors started floating around about Sony being involved. Uh, We're not 100% sure about that, but we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, We are positive that if uh, Square Enix, Bethesda, and Microsoft are going to be there, EA is going to be there. They're going to do something. Uh, Activision, probably, and then we got a bunch of AA developers that I wish Kent was here to talk about. But... I got a list of things, uh, well, really companies, that I would like to talk about. Um, and I think we should start the conversation with the biggest question mark, and that is Sony. Dan, Sony just had a pretty big um, gameplay trailer thing happen on uh, YouTube with their state of play with Horizon Forbidden West. Did you watch that? Yes. Yes, I did. What'd you think? Um, honestly, it was the first next-gen game I think I've seen. Okay. Um, it's kind of like the sign of what is going to be required of games that are going to be forward for next gen. Ratchet and Clank looks great, and a lot of the games that have been released look good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but everything does feel very uh, upscaled. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the issue. Uh, but Horizon looks fantastic. It does have some minor lighting issues where everything is just a little bit overly oversaturated. I was, I was noticing that it's very bright. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But it does a good job of uh, keeping everything lit with keeping everything kind of dense. And that is, I think the biggest thing um, that is very noticeable about open world titles is that it's very open and empty. Yeah. uh, And I will say anyone who's like, Oh my God, Breath of the Wild is amazing. I'm like, yeah, look at like Horizon and see what a real modern world would look like. <laughs> and shut the hell up. All of the Nintendo fans just died. Um, Why do you hurt me? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to give my two cents on Horizon uh, Forbidden West just real quick because uh, I watched it. I loved it. I had my big, nice 4K TV and it looked fantastic. And um you know, I was watching it on YouTube, so hopefully YouTube was giving me the best quality that they could. Uh, it definitely looked good. The water, holy shit, underwater looks goddamn amazing. I was unprepared for how good that looked. Um, you know why it looks good, right? Tell me, please. 
Um, because of the way the hardware works for the PlayStation is that it can load worlds quickly. Yeah. And instead of having a world living underwater that is affected by, and this is a guess, mind you. Okay. Um, uh, that a world is affected by what's on top, as in all the assets that are loading, mm. and you jump in the water, usually those have to already be there. Yeah. Instead, yeah. it can load a whole new world with a whole new lighting engine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, because of that quick flip, it looks so good. Yeah, it did an amazing job. Uh, the game looks amazing. The gameplay looks uh, uh, similar to what uh, Horizon was, which is uh, good, even though I had some problems uh, actually playing Horizon uh, the first time around because I'm colorblind and all of the markers uh, uh, around the screen just sort of blended in. I couldn't really change anything. Anyway, I'm hoping that this is going to be good, but my problem is the story. Uh, the voice acting wasn't there for everybody except for Aloy. Um, and that's sort of disappointing because the voice acting in the first one was uh, really sad. Um, and I just, I don't care about the story anymore. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry, but I just don't care. Let's move on. To, what's that? I do agree though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to if we think Sony is going to be at E3. Dan? Nope. No? Leonard? Okay, we'll start with you, Leonard. Leonard, you say no. Tell me why. Why go to E3 when, honestly, look what they did last year? It's true. They don't need to be at E3. They could literally hold an event themselves. I mean, granted, yes, you're going to have Xbox and, uh, sorry, Microsoft and Nintendo at E3, which is pretty cool. But it's going to be pretty much most of a letdown if there's not one big game coming out of xbox or microsoft and one big game coming out of nintendo's yeah no i i i kind of agree with you i mean considering that um sony did such a good job last year uh at their not e3 but around e3 uh conference that was great that was fantastic um but also other than Horizon, they don't really have anything major uh, to show off other than maybe teasing something here or uh, releasing something there, uh, release dates for something there. Um, but uh, generally speaking, I don't think Sony needs to do it. And they're winning the console war, uh, the console sales war uh, yet again, almost three to one already, um, even with scarcity taken in mind. Uh, Dan, do you agree with Leonard's uh, 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 uh guess that uh, Sony is not going to be there? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Um, of course. <laughs> I don't think Sony will uh, actually be at the show with like a Sony press conference. Mm-hmm. They will do a state of play um, or whatever right. event that right. they'll do. But they're going to have a bigger presence on other platforms. So um, those who do show up, um, I think the only ones that are like confirmed are what Square and... Um, EA, right? Ubisoft. No, Ubisoft. Ubisoft. So yeah, I think there's gonna they're gonna be there for those. Yeah, some presence. The, they'll slap they'll really. they'll slap their logo underneath those games, especially Square. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do the Xbox thing of only on Xbox. Yeah. To try and they just you know shotgun the games out and move on. Yeah. Makes I sense. do think the will probably announce some things. Like we'll probably get some more information on PS5 hard drives. That, are, um, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. Because some SATA know, shit. It's about time. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice. Some dates. I just want dates at this point, and maybe a price um, point. That'd be nice. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, they'll probably take this opportunity uh, during their version of E3, their state of play, whatever they want to call it, uh, to brag about uh, sales numbers and um, uh, meet, uh, you know exceeding expectations for the PlayStation 5. And uh, uh, a lot of uh, game developers are coming out and saying that uh, Sony's hard drive, uh, their, their hybrid hard drive sort of the way that the architecture works for memory storage uh, is making game development. Um, it's, it's breathing life back into it. Like, sure. You can have uh, the 8k graphics and uh, you know, amazing, whatever this and that. But like Dan said, it's about loading, baby. You can load an entire world uh, underwater in, in a matter of uh, a fraction of a second. So yeah, it's they're killing it. Yeah, Sony has things to show. They, I mean, they are launching two new controller colors, so yeah, that's they're going to want to get the word out. And yep, yep, this is a good time to do that. It is, it is, and that's what E3 is all about. It's like Christmas for gamers and for stockholders. Um, exactly. <laughs> we're going to move on from Sony because they're a big question mark, and we don't have much to say about them because we don't know what they're going to say. But we do know a little bit, at least, about what Microsoft might say. And Jeremy. We know that you're the uh, token Microsoft uh, uh, <laughs> shill. Xbox. Uh, trash. <laughs> <clears throat> Disgrace gamer. Yeah, I get that a lot. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, no, I get yeah, you. I get casual. you. <laughs> um, but uh, however, Microsoft, uh, and this hurts me a little bit, uh, has Bethesda behind them now. So Bethesda has always made a giant presence at every E3 uh, going back for generations. Um, and now they have partnered with the, um, well, I was going to say biggest video game company, but let's go for second biggest video game company, um, Microsoft. And, uh, we don't know what that partnership actually looks like yet, but this would be a perfect opportunity, uh, for Microsoft to flex their, uh, big developer dick, uh, and, and shove it in everyone's face. Uh, this is getting gross. Jeremy. What's Microsoft bringing to the table this year? Oh, boy. Um, so I know I was doing a little bit of research on it, and one thing I, I, I know for a fact that the Xbox is going to be good. It's not actually – it's actually not the Xbox and Bethesda part, but uh, I think we're going to get an actual launch date, more gameplay of the new uh, Halo coming out. Yeah. And that's the only thing I'm really excited about. I'll be brutally honest with you. No, I mean, I, I completely agree with you 100%, Jeremy. Uh, their last year's uh, E3 performance um, was lambasted, um, mocked online, torn apart. Um, there were problems with it, is what I'm trying to say. So maybe... Maybe they can show us something good. I, it's Microsoft. You have no idea what they're going to do there. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lineup of expecting a lineup of all these games, and instead they come out with, "Oh, look at our new headset," or "Oh, look at our three new controllers. This one's lime green." Um, <laughs> I did see that. It's Microsoft. Yeah, they they have a very very loud uh, controller out right now. Uh, and it is it is uh, loudly colored, I should say. It is. I would though like to see Starfield and the Elder Scrolls Six come out. Right. I okay. Like so 
So now you're stepping on my toes. You were stepping on Leonard's toes uh, a little bit ago with the Nintendo news. Um, but now you're stepping on uh, 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 Big Daddy NPC Paul here. So uh, what are you talking uh, about? I haven't made any j- uh, jabs that already dead online, too. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. Um, before we talk about the superior gaming company known as Bethesda, um, Dan, other than Halo, do you think anything's happening from Microsoft? Um, I hope. <laughs> um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a traditional Microsoft conference. Uh, uh, we're gonna see Forza. We're gonna see Halo, and it's gonna finally be coming out regardless um uh i hope we see something from fable like i think that'll be their flagship if they have anything that would be nice that's actually from them yeah um, i don't i don't count the bethesda titles as from them yet because they're not right first party original games right um they've but, already had projects in the pipe so yeah yeah but i do think they will show some stuff um on the bethesda side but probably not elder scrolls Y'all, y'all are y'all are stepping on y'all are stepping on my toes, and it's starting to hurt. I'm leaving it for you to pick up. (laughs) I appreciate it. Uh, The one game, however, uh, that uh, uh, you guys are forgetting about, and I cannot, uh, because uh, last year's E3, uh, uh, it it was a showcase apparently, but it didn't look like a video game. It looked like a movie. Um, Hellblade Two. Uh, Senua's something. I can't remember the superlative that goes along. Revenge. Revenge or something? Yeah, yeah, sure. Anyway, um, I'm looking forward to that game. The problem is I don't have an Xbox, and I don't plan on getting an Xbox just for uh, uh, Hellblade. Um, But I loved the first one. Uh, amazing story, amazing way to tell a, uh, tell a story, uh, especially with the, you know, focus on audio, uh, being so important on that game. I'm sure it's going to be the exact same way on this game. And it looks even creepier and even weirder and even more Norsey than ever and, and Celtic. And it's, it's great. I am all on board. Uh, but Paul, what you don't need to worry about that. Oh, I don't just going to come on the PC. That is a good point, Leonard. That is a good point. Yeah, It's like me. It's just pretty much letting people know like, Hey, people who buy an Xbox, why buy an Xbox? You could just get a PC. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) No, Leonard, you make a fantastic point. Um, because, uh, not only is the Microsoft conference at E3, uh, uh, an Xbox conference, but it is also a PC conference, uh, to a lesser extent. Um, and that's, that's a really good thing that Microsoft has going for it. Uh, now if they would just get into the streaming world, uh, and kill stadia, uh, and, uh, Alexa, what, what's Amazon's thing? Fuck stadia. It. Oh no. Amazon's. Yeah. Amazon has one. I can't remember what it, what it's called. It, oh, Jupiter. Yeah. Fucking who knows? Alexa went off in the background. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know I wielded so much power. That's pretty cool. Um, So, yeah. People around the world. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Sorry, listener. I forgot about that. Uh, Anyway. Um, yeah, so Microsoft, Luna. Microsoft has a bunch, uh, Luna. Thank you, Dan. Holy shit. That escaped our collective minds. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hope Microsoft can, can bridge the gap a little bit better, uh, in the, uh, console and PC world. 
I really think that they have a huge market to do that in. And uh, this year would be a really good place to sort of drop the bomb uh, uh, like that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to move on to Bethesda. Um, we're, we're coming back to Nintendo. Don't you worry about it. But when you talk about Microsoft, now you have to talk about Bethesda as well. And yes, uh, I don't think they will even mention Elder Scrolls 6. It won't even be talked about. You cannot look at it. They will probably temporarily take down the small teaser trailer from YouTube uh, for an entire week just because they don't want any association with this E3 and uh, Elder Scrolls 6. It would be. I disagree on one thing. Okay. It's because it's the one thing I've been saying. I think Elder Scrolls 6 will be mentioned in a highlight reel or one of those like like images with a bunch of game titles. The sizzle reel? Yeah, but it's going to be attached to the um, what's their um, Game Pass thing? Oh fuck! Um, I, I yeah yeah no I, I know what you're talking about, um, and I hate that you're probably right, uh, and that scares me more than anything uh, I've experienced uh, recently, uh, and I'm not uh, happy about that. Uh, okay, moving moving on from that depressing thought. Um, what Bethesda will be talking about for sure uh, is Deathloop. They will definitely be talking about Deathloop, uh, their new Arcane Studios project, um, because Deathloop looks uh, really good. It was pushed back uh, to July, I believe. Um, yeah, but it's still a PlayStation title. It is still a PlayStation. Oh, that's right. It is still a PlayStation exclusive title, but they, they got to talk about it at some point. That game's going to die on its fucking back if they don't talk about it. Dang, that's crazy. The one game yeah. that's probably going to be the best and is probably going to be released soon is a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, isn't that weird? Isn't that weird, Leonard? Jeremy, yeah, it's, Je- like it's, it's like almost regretting buying an Xbox. I know, right? Jeremy, Jeremy well, isn't, that, Xbox, isn't that weird? But- I feel attacked. <laughs> you should. Yeah. Paul, Paul, yeah? Paul. I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can we speak in the kitchen for a second, please? All right. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Paul, I, I got to be honest with you here. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting depression from you. You left the Fuck door me. open, dummy. Damn it, Paul. You got to close the door. <laughs> we got a lot to get to. Jeremy, we will we will talk about this with HR uh, at a different at a different point. Uh, so Bethesda, they they it, they should talk about Deathloop. I really hope they do. It looks like an amazing game. Um, they also will probably, they better talk at least a little bit about fucking Starfield. Holy shit. I think that's the only thing that they will show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, they'll probably talk also, real quick, before I get into the Starfield rant, uh, they'll probably talk about whatever's happening in Fallout 76. There's probably some new DLC down the, down the line that I don't know about. But they're still trying to ki- that to bring that dead horse back to life. So um, Starfield, on the other hand, they need to talk about something. Uh, they haven't given us game, but we don't even know what kind of game it is. Uh, it is speculated to be an open world space game, but that's only because Bethesda does open world games like nobody else. Um, and so we're making assumptions. I, it, it could be a uh, future sports uh, manager simulator, like 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 a 3D football kind of game, but you don't actually play the 3D football game. You only play 
uh, as the manager of the 3D football teams, uh, Starfield. Get it? Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, we do. We get it. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd get a better reaction out of Jeremy. Frankly, I don't. I don't know. You son of a bitch! You had me at the sports. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Dan, why am I right about this Starfield shit? Oh, because they don't... Well, they have one other thing. I'm going to see if you catch it, Paul. If you don't, I'm going to be very disappointed. I mean, other than Doom, are they going to talk about Doom 3? No, they're not going to talk about Doom 3. Uh, Wolfenstein, uh, I think they've proved that they have milked that Wolfenstein teat uh, as best as they can. Um Ooh, Dan, you are making me nervous. Dishonored? Do you think they're going to make nope. a Dishonored yes. 3? Arcane's busy. I wish, but no. What did, it, what did I miss? Uh, do you want to go that after? You want me because it was just killing you. It's kind of killing me. It's kind of killing me. What happened 10 years ago? 10, ten years ago? In yes, 2011? Paul. It's when Paul, little, little old Paul... <laughs> Became not so little old Paul. Became a man. <laughs> he got shot. He had in the puberty. Knee. Skyrim. He graduated middle school. Yes, Skyrim has been on everything. <laughs> Going to come to next gen. Holy shit! I think you're right. That might be an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Because of the problems that uh, Sony had or that Bethesda had with Sony um, in the past with Skyrim on both PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4, uh, I can see that becoming an Xbox exclusive. Holy shit. Yeah, 10-year anniversary. Yeah, it is a 10-year anniversary. My God, I was so young. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't catch it, Paul. Yeah, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. Yeah, yeah. November uh, on the 11th. It's it's going to be 10 fucking years. I might pop that game back in and uh, uh, give it another 200 hours. Who knows? And yeah, um, I'm not proud that I'm going to say this, but it's true. I'm going to buy it on the PlayStation 5. I'm going to do it. Well, that's if it even comes out on the PS5, as you just said. Right, right. Well, shut up, Dan. <laughs> but, but yes, Starfield. Starfield. My yes. guess with Starfield is well, we go back to how much money Microsoft spent on Bethesda. Yep. You don't spend that kind of money, especially right now, without something to, yep. Per, to purchase. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah, um, for sure. The meeting about buying Bethesda um, involved, I'm sure, uh, a detailed roadmap for what Starfield is and looks like. Uh, for the next five years for Bethesda. Um, like they already knew that they were buying uh, Elder Scrolls six. That, that was a given that was in the price tag. What they didn't know was what Starfield was. Uh, and I am sure Pete Hines and Todd Howard was like, look at this magnificence. And Microsoft was like, yeah, we'll buy that too. I'm sure it was like every slide was just adding a billion. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh man, to be a fly on that wall, I would have been like, stop it, Bethesda, stop it. All right, Leonard, we've had your Nintendo news and it's always fantastic. But every year we like to hear about E3 and Nintendo because they do it differently. 
like Nintendo always does, they play in a different sandbox than everybody else. I'm not even sure if they're playing in a sandbox. They're probably just playing with dirt and making fantastic dirt castles that the princess is not in. But what do you think Nintendo is going to be doing in the 2021 E3? Well, um, judging by how the last Nintendo Direct I remember happened, uh, they announced two kind of big games, one bigger than the other, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Um, They did announce the, uh, I forget the name of it, but Mario Golf for the Switch. Right. Yep. 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 Um, they're probably going to be showing a lot of gameplay of that, uh, showing a little bit more of the story, probably showing online companionship of like, you know, playing with friends and such. Good. As long as it's better than um, tennis, I'll get it. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks way better. So, yeah, it does. <laughs> um, and then if anything, I would say maybe they'd give us, and this is like a, like a, very minimal percent, like I'd say one percent chance. Okay, but of course it's me hoping. Right. Um, I would hope that they would bring out the uh, like a Breath of the Wild two trailer. A trailer. Yeah, just like some other little trailer that gives a little bit more of the gameplay. Okay. Um, just because when we got so many years ago, when we got the first Breath of the Wild like teaser. Um, we did see quite a bit, like we saw a lot of how the game was going to work and everything yeah. like that, you know? And considering that they're probably using just like an updated version of the breath of the wild, uh, engine. Um, I, I don't see why that won't happen. The only reason why I'd say it may not happen is just because, uh, there, there've been a lot of rumors going about it. Yeah, like uh, one of them that may have been possibly confirmed. Because f- fun fact, if uh, Legend of Zelda, they're very known for if a mechanic of a dungeon doesn't work, they'll save that and put it in the next game. Oh, I didn't know and that. That's kind of cool. They usually do that a lot with like each dungeon. Like, there's a lot of dungeons that some people like. They say it seems out of place and seems like it would be in a different game. They actually do that a lot. Yeah. Um, but of course, um, the only reason why I say that is because there's been rumors too about co-op and that, uh, maybe this time, instead of playing just as Link, we might be playing as Zelda too. That would be nice because the closest thing we've ever gotten, um, was Sheik, uh, that you, didn't you play as Sheik in a game? Um, or did you just no. see her? Well, technically, it was in the like the Dynasty Warriors main. Right. Of- okay. Well, I I don't count those. I'm talking mainline uh, uh, Legend of Zelda games. Nope. Okay. Well, not even that. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Leonard, you're saying that Breath of the Wild two, we're gonna get something from it, right? Maybe. Maybe. It's like a ten percent chance, 10%, but um, definitely, I feel like what they might capitalize on is um they'll probably announce a new game. Okay. Um definitely okay. a different new game that maybe started out of left field. And when I say left field, I'm talking about a sports game for Mario or possibly a new Mario Kart 9. Interesting. Cuz let's be honest, we've had Mario Kart 8 and Deluxe for more than more than I think almost 3 to 4 years. Longer. It came out on the Wii yeah. U. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So they <laughs> they have to have been working on something and who knows at this point what it is. It could be either a Mario baseball, it could be a Mario soccer. Oh, strikers, bring fucking strikers back. Holy shit. That'd be amazing. Such or they a good might idea. even just show us more of uh Legend of Zelda uh Skyward Sword. Yeah. Oh, they'll probably, well. yeah, they'll definitely show that off. Oh, they'll need to show that off. Maybe, maybe they'll tease uh, Twilight Princess, a remake of Twilight Princess, the only one that they haven't oh, talked about Oh, don't you yet. dare play my heart like that. I know, I know. It's one of my favorites as well. Dan, well, I, uh, hold on. I, I, need to, I, need to, I need to set the audience up real quick about what you're about to say. Um, Leonard sounds pretty enthusiastic. He gave a 10% chance, maybe... Somewhere in between one and ten percent chance that uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild two will be shown off. I need you to be, as you always are, the wet blanket on our podcast. What do you think is going to happen at Nintendo's E three press conference, Daniel? Okay, um, <laughs> I actually believe Breath of the Wild will be Breath of the Wild two will be shown off. Holy shit! At E three. What? You know, every time, every time I think you're going to zig, damn, Zay, <laughs> you zag the fuck out of the way. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be the big release this year. That'll be their winter launch. You really think that's coming out winter? 100%. I don't. Whoa. I don't think um, we're going to get a Mario Kart. I think uh, a Mario Kart 9 will show up when we get the Switch Pro. Uh, okay. um, if the Switch Pro showed off, then I'd say more likely, but they could still do that with Breath of the Wild 2 as their kind of console launch uh, add-on. Yeah, um, that Metroid makes sense. won't be, uh, but no. I do think their big things are going to be probably like Animal Crossing DLC, like a yep. giant expansion. Yep, yep, yep. That would be nice considering um, that it, there's nothing to do anymore in that game. It's been dry. So dry. Yeah, and so they're going to do that and they'll probably be out within a few months because <laughs> that's pretty much it's a big seller it's a no-brainer yeah and so it works wow wow that that is that is pretty big news that you're that you're dropping on us i actually like i i, I am notoriously wrong about e3 predictions uh on this podcast especially um i i don't think they will show off uh breath of the wild 2 um because i think much like metroid prime 4 I don't think it's working out the way they want it, uh, the way they want it to, and I think yeah. they're I think they're going back not Didn't necessarily they stop the IP too. What's that? that? Didn't they stop the name for that? Like they immediately just canceled it for it wasn't going well for Metroid. Yeah. They didn't, yeah, uh, yeah. They just they put it to a whole new team. That team that was originally working on it was pretty much let off of that project yeah. and then they scrapped everything that they had done. They gave it back so, to the Metroid prime team. Yeah. Which is, I think at, that's at, at that, most that we may see uh, a Metroid compilation, a Metroid prime compilation. That would be nice. Oh yeah. Actually, you know what? I did just think nice. of something. Go for it. Um, recently, uh, to most of the viewers who may now or may have, uh, may know or may not have known, um, Sonic colors was, previously announced for a remaster <laughs> and uh what i'm thinking is maybe we get a little bit more of a teaser with the new sonic game that's going to be released i actually yes i concur i don't give two shits about sonic colors um but i do uh care about whatever sega's working on right now because uh i think it was two weeks ago sega dropped some big knowledge 
that they're working on uh, a handful of games. I think they said like 27 games, but no one believes them. Um, but one of them has to be Sonic. And uh, because of the success of Sonic Mania, uh, I really think that something decent uh, from from Sega is coming down the pipe. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I just don't think it'll be shown off in any major extent at a Nintendo conference. Not Nintendo, huh? Um, not that there's bad blood, but uh, Sega isn't Nintendo. Nintendo wants to That's first true. party pushes. They always, you know, in home first. Yeah, yeah. And they need a big title for this year, and it it's not going to be Sonic for them. Yeah, not not. I wouldn't say it's a big title, but that that's one of those like uh, uh, B list titles that they that they push out. Uh, I would say second day of E three, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, and Nintendo yeah. usually like. I always feel like whenever they have a conference, it's like boom, 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 and it's done, and you're always like, oh, it's done already. Yeah, so I don't think they're going to draw it out with a bunch of smaller titles like Sonic. Right, right. They might do that thing where um, where like. They'll they'll have their half hour uh, Nintendo Direct E3 2021 Nintendo Direct, uh, yeah. and that'll show off the the big ones, um, and then on the next day they'll have you know whoever the current president of Sega is they've gone through a handful, um, he'll come out and and give his uh, spiel uh, on the couch on the big red couch. Uh, with uh, a bunch of Nintendo of America people asking him questions. Yeah, uh, exactly. It'll yeah. be a show off, but it won't be a, a yeah. mainliner. Yeah, no, I, 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 I could see that happening. Um, I think that's uh, that's covering Nintendo. Nintendo will do what Nintendo does. Uh, they always come with something in hand, uh, and they're always ready uh, uh, to you know tug on the nostalgia strings uh, of everybody watching. And uh, we love them for it. That's what that's what they do. Jeremy, you haven't said anything in quite a while, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna skip uh, the next one on my list and instead go to EA. Now we're not guaranteed an EA presence at this year's E3, but they haven't missed one yet. Uh, they've always been there to show off the next uh, Madden, the next FIFA. Uh, if they have an NBA Live coming out, which they never do. Um, but, uh, every now and then we get a battlefield, uh, and things like that. And maybe we can talk about battlefield, but, but tell me this new Madden coming out, this new FIFA coming out. Do you think it's going to be talked about at at E3? It's E3. So of course, but I am going to drop a, I'm going to have a huge mic drop on you. Okay. I personally believe Skate 4 is going to be announced at E3. I say that because the developer of the new Skate, they have been super quiet. Mm -hmm. All their job postings are completely gone. Yep. Um, Where before there was like 15 or so, they're completely gone. So I truly feel like EA is going to drop a huge bomb and give us Skate 4. Something about Skate Four. We're I think we're either gonna find out if it's a mobile game or if it's gonna be an actual oh, console PC game. You all have phones, right? Um Yeah. Jeremy, uh yeah, no, I I one hundred percent agree. Uh this would be a perfect time uh for them to confirm at least that Skate Four is being worked on uh and maybe 
do like, you know, the Elder Scrolls Six thing where they just show a skate park uh, and that is all. Uh, because that's all you would really need uh, to sell a Skate 4 to the masses. Um, yeah, yeah, Jeremy, 100%, 100%. Dan, uh, is that 100%? I mean, that sounds like a sound well thought out no idea. I, Yeah, don't argue with that at all. Great, great. Jeremy, 100%. I love it. I think we're also missing another key topic for EA. I think Anthem's going to have a new release as well. <laughs> I, I, I would, I know, I know. Dan's, he's like, he's like all saliva and everything. He's ready. No, I legitimately, I really feel like EA's going to come out. I know no one's going to be expecting it. Um, you remember that 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 little ball, that crystal ball you sent me through Amazon, that two day Prime shipping? Yeah, I, I took it out. I have a gut, gut, gut feeling that they're going to make some announcement about a new Anthem game. So, so Jeremy, I, I do have a um, confession. I, I didn't get it through Amazon. I, I got that one through Wish. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, did, what was that, Leonard? I did actually forget one other thing. We're going back yeah, to Nintendo? Course, um Actually, not Nintendo. Okay. Uh, something that will probably be on Microsoft's end. Wow. Jumping that far uh, back. Just, fine, fine, fine. What is it? There is one other thing that I thought about, and it was because, um, of course, I am so into the community of yes. Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, um, okay. Uh, why Why is about, that, uh, Leonard? Real quick. <laughs> what makes you into uh, uh, the uh, Dragon Ball Z uh, culture and uh, and things? Well, it's because one, I've watched the fuck out of Dragon Ball Z Super and Dragon Ball. Two, true. I keep reading the manga, which I'm on a podcast for, Dragon Ball Super Dope, so you there can go is. find out anywhere there's a podcast. And uh, three, I I literally watch nothing but YouTubers who talk about Dragon Ball, and I also play gotcha games of Dragon Ball on my phone. Um, <laughs> so good. if that's not enough uh, evidence, then you can go ahead and skip to whatever time that we're not talking about this, I guess. Oh, I'm not editing it like that. So, yeah, continue. Exactly. So <laughs> you're going to hear me talk about it. Do that. Deal with it. Do that. Um, this is about the time where they'll probably announce a new Dragon Ball game. Now, I will say it, it's, it is, I mean, there's two options on this point okay uh either a they're gonna announce a new dragon ball titled game okay or they're gonna show off the last dlc for dragon ball z kakarot okay or they could do both um because it's about that time they try to do it almost every year yeah and uh of course whatever happens in that year sometimes it's great sometimes it's horrible Mm -hmm. but we will never know until E3 announces it, yeah. and they'll probably do it with Microsoft since they did it last year. Or uh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, about last year, I guess. Yeah, yeah, um, two years ago. Yeah, for sure. An- another Dragon Ball uh, uh, game is pretty much always in the works from Bandai Namco for sure. Um, My so guess is Fighters Two. Fighters is Two. Oh, love Two. That's that's a that's a ooh. Uh, you, you kind of hit put me in an awkward position, Dan. Um, That's what I do because we don't necessarily know if this if the seasons are completely over. Ah, interesting. We actually don't know at all. None of the I think none of the data miners have been able to find anything recently either. 
they were pretty much left in the dark with this. Huh. Well, uh, either way, though, I will say this, Leonard. Um, if a new Dragon Ball Z game comes out or Dragon Ball game comes out at all, um, uh, I'm sure Katie and I uh, will be playing it. You will be playing it for sure. And maybe that would be a perfect time for us to jump back over to our uh, best friends over at uh, Dragon Ball Super Dope uh, and and hop on their podcast and, and talk about the game and they can hop on ours. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to be back. Love to be back. Uh, but let's let's uh, slide back over to EA because um, uh, Jeremy brought up a pretty good point uh, about Anthem. Uh, it's uh, a dead game that uh, anybody who thought it was going to be anything but uh, a game that died uh, horribly on impact uh, was just incredibly wrong. Uh, so just so, so very wrong. However, we get it. We get it. Just so very wrong. <laughs> However, uh, the developer who makes that game uh, just hit a home run marketing wise um, in Bioware, bringing out Mass Effect uh, trilogy uh, remaster. They have been working on a game that they haven't talked about in quite a long time called Dragon Age. Uh, do you guys think that uh, Dragon Age is going to make an appearance? Katie's not here. Yeah, Katie's not here. You know what? That's that's what we were missing. I was I was waiting to talk about Bioware for one reason, and it's because Katie's not here, uh, yelling about how Dragon Age looks like shit. Um, yeah, hmm. Katie, dang it. Well, there's always next time. There's always next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, we can move on from EA, right? Unless Jeremy, is there something else that I'm missing from EA? Is there? I'm checking my pockets. No, I think you're solid. It's Madden for sure, hockey for sure, um, FIFA for sure. Yeah, those. Yeah, all. Ooh, Battlefield would be really interesting to see Battlefield Three. I'll be honest with you. Oh yeah, uh, they've already announced it. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They did. Ooh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dan, you just made my night. I hope you know that. Good. That's what I'm here. Battlefield's a great game. I just hope they make a good game out of it. And we'll probably see like Squadrons DLC, but that's probably it. Oh yeah, Squadrons DLC. That would be nice, actually. Wonderful. So we are going to uh, go to Ubisoft, Ubisoft, however you want to pronounce it, because I like Ubisoft. It sounds sillier, and they are a silly company that make very silly decisions about things, um, like we talked about on the last podcast, uh, that they uh, no longer want to make. Uh, uh, games uh, traditionally they want to make uh, free-to-play games uh, from here until eternity. They're going to definitely show off Far Cry 6. They've already said that. They already said we have Far Cry 6 stuff to show off and we can't wait to show you. Good. Good for them. Keep kicking that dead horse. There's a lot of horses in this podcast. Uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Quarantine, which got pushed back uh, not too long ago, uh, will probably be talked about and we'll, we might even get a release date, um, because that's one of those kinds of games that they're going to have to do something with, uh, or else we'll collectively forget about it, uh, as the internet is wont to do. Now I could talk about the one game that I want them to talk about, and I know they won't. Um, but instead I'm going to talk about the game that I know they're going to talk about. And that is the next Assassin's Creed. 
Whatever that game is going to be, we're not sure, but I have a feeling that this would be a perfect time for them to roll out um, not only DLC for Valhalla, uh, but what uh, the next Assassin's Creed is going to be. They finished the trilogy now so they can move on to something different. Dan, you liked Valhalla quite a lot, and I'm sure you're playing it off and on. Yeah, I check in every once in a while. Great. Um, what's up? Do you think I'm wrong about Assassin's Creed? No, I think you're actually right. Um, there's still one more giant DLC to come out for uh, mm-hmm. Valhalla. Yep, yep. Um, like a Paris update. Cool. Um, okay. Which will probably be their big thing. Okay. The question is going to be, are they going to show off a new one? I mean, if they're keeping up with the yearly releases, or are they doing bi year, bily? Uh, I figured biannual, biannual yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I figured that they would do biannual, kind of, in that um, one year it would be Watchdogs, and the next year it would be uh, Assassin's Creed. And they have they've sort of stuck to that more or less. Um, for the past couple of years. And I, I, and I really think it's, it's high time to talk about another Assassin's Creed because as I said, the trilogy is over. Um, and now they can go back, uh, and, and maybe rethink, uh, some of the decisions that they made, uh, with this trilogy in the RPG mechanics that I did not like. And some other fans didn't like, um, I, I feel like they won't personally. I mean, I have nothing to base it off of. You could be 100% correct. I just, I feel like they won't simply because there's, um, there's the uh, Prince of Persia uh, uh, remaster coming out as well. Yep. And yep. No, you it, got it. I forgot about that yeah. completely. Yeah. Um, and it would kind of uh, compete with itself. Yeah. So what they could be doing is maybe working on a, an official reboot to you know, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Or would be nice. Some new uh, standalone for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I yeah, I, I completely forgot about the Prince of Persia remaster. Uh, I'm really glad that they're doing it because that was one of the best PS2 games ever made. Um, the sequels were hit and miss, to say the least. But the yeah. the, the the first one was really really good. Not not the very first one uh, back in the DOS days, but uh, yeah, no the. Prince of Persia on PS2. Great game. Great game. Remaster is going to be a lot of fun. Um, okay, I'll just say it. I'll just say it. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Oh, I was thinking Skull and Bones. Okay, alright. Yeah, let's ignore the giant elephant that's shaped like a monkey uh, in the room uh, that is Beyond Good and Evil 2. Um, because that, that game's going to be vaporware. <laughs> Don't say that. You said that last time. And <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I want that game so fucking bad. Um, no. Okay. It's the only game from Ubisoft that I give two shits about right now, to be honest. Um, uh, what was the other game that you said? The other fucking game? Skull and, uh, Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. Uh, I kind of think that game's going to be vaporware, but if any of the two that we're going to be talking about right now uh, uh, is going to be vaporware, it's probably beyond good and evil but yeah uh let's get back onto the high seas uh with pirates and shanties uh and shoot our friends online with cannons um i yeah yeah skull and bones because we haven't heard about that for almost i think three years 
Yeah, I think it's supposed to release next year, early next year sometime. Good God, what so, happened in the development of that shit? It got delayed. Yeah, it did. COVID. It certainly did. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, Skull and Bones. Uh, that's that's probably going to be uh, one of those uh, after the big guys, after the big boys talk, they're going to show some uh, release date and, and some gameplay from Skull and Bones. Good for them. I forgot about that game. And so did everyone else. Yep. <laughs> Um, I'm going to skip Activision because, uh, usually I have Katie here to talk to me about Activision. Cause, uh, although we know that there's another call of duty coming out, um, Activision used to be the domain of destiny and they have severed ties now. So I don't have anybody to talk to me about Activision. Uh, anybody want to talk about Activision? Sure. All right, Dan, go it's for it. Basically, do you want to talk about Call of Duty? <laughs> like, just just to ask, like, if you want to. Okay. Well, I mean, Blizzard. But, I mean, yeah, that's where I was going to say. The only thing would actually be, and this is where I was going to go, is Overwatch Two. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, it would be a good time to show off uh, uh, their new single player mode, uh, which I'm looking forward to because, as I said, uh, it. I think Overwatch has the best. Uh, first-person shooter story ever uh, of any first-person shooter point-blank period. Um, it's such a good story. And they wasted that story on an online-only game. Yeah. And a cutscene in the beginning. <laughs> right. Oh, God, I forgot. Oh, yeah, and webisodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, all of this said, I do think Activision is just not going to be a I kind, I kind of, yeah. All right. I got a counter. I'm sorry, Paul. I got a counter on that. I think Ooh. Activision is going to drop a pretty decent title. I think they're going to drop a brand new Tony Hawk game. I'm oh. hoping it might Actual, be like an yeah. underground. Rumors are saying that's going to be like a Tony Hawk three and four. But uh, uh, personally, I would really like to see an underground version, rig release or remastered. Uh, Jeremy, All right, Jeremy. Actually, that was leaked by yeah. uh, a drummer. I think it was. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, a musician yeah. did it. It's always a drummer. Um, Jeremy, I, I am I am glad you are on the podcast because I would have completely forgotten about uh, the success uh, that Tony Hawk uh, 1 and 2 remake uh, was. And they're going to want to bank on that success 100%. And I'm sure that a Tony Hawk 6 or whatever was in the works for a while. But because Tony Hawk 5 was... Uh, how do I say this utter dog shit? Um, I, I really hope that because of the success of the remaster or the remake, uh, they can make Tony Hawk six, something that you can play instead of watch the computer fucking play. Is this going to be like another early two thousands? Are we going to get skate versus Tony Hawk? Oh my God, please. Yes. Let that war happen now, please. Uh, all right. Well, like, Kurt check on Leonard. Is he alive? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Leonard's alive. I feel like I broke him. I am that here. Wild two comment. <laughs> no, uh, you, well, you just more surprised me. Um, <laughs> to be honest, uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if Activision really did do that because yeah, I feel like that's because that's always been the war. It's Skate versus Tony Hawk. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, Tony Hawk's like the original skater. It's it's like the best game. And then you had them play skate and you're like, this is different. Yeah. 
It's finally different. And, and that, that I think that's why I liked Skates so much is that like I had played every single Tony Hawk uh, that came out and I loved them all. Uh, most of them. Um, Skate was better. And then Skate, Skate came was. out and it was just like, whoa, what the fuck is this? So yeah, no. it was different. Yeah, it was different. It was it was fucking different. And I love the response. That's what I loved about it. Brands and yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a legitimate skateboarding game instead of a button masher. Yeah, yeah. And like that's what I loved about it too. But you know, Tony Hawk still had a place in my heart. Like because Tony Hawk is a is a mindless button masher that you can get like five billion points on. Uh, like that that has its merits. That is fun in its own right. But skate being the simulation, uh, at least the the best simulation that I've played for skateboarding games, um, it it made it different. It made it stand out, and it made it worthwhile for sure. Uh, Dan, I did want to touch base one more time with you uh, since we're still on the topic of Activision. I wanted to touch base and talk about uh, Blizzard and Diablo. Ah, yes. Do you think, uh, cause, uh, I know BlizzCon is in February or January or something. And, uh, well, either way. Yeah. It's already passed. Yeah. It's already passed. And they talked uh, a, a fair amount about, uh, Diablo four, um, and the remake remaster remaster of two. I think remaster. it's a remaster. Yeah. yeah. It's a remaster. remaster. Great. Uh, the remaster of two and, uh, both of them look fantastic. Uh, it got me back into Diablo three. Uh, and then Trevor ruined the game for me because he uh, just destroyed the game in a weekend. And, you know, I had other things to do. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking Trevor. Uh, but do you think that they'll talk about uh, the Diablos? Ooh, that's a good question. I forgot all about Diablo. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that, that game is not far enough and long in development. Because like I see that okay. Blizzard's only got so many big titles. Yeah, and you can tell even with Overwatch too. Like they take. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Um, they pull in Nintendo without being Nintendo. They go, we'll come out whenever we want to come. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, then I have one last question to ask you about Blizzard before we move on. Uh, Starcraft three. <laughs> wish oh god i wish it's never gonna happen yeah it's never Never gonna happen happen. uh like uh world of starcraft that i think that's a yeah it's a it's a dream yeah uh starcraft ghost (laughs) we got screenshots of that bitch i don't know what happened to that game i think we even got cover art (laughs) yeah we did we got cover art too uh yeah yeah god dan we're old all right, moving on to our last one uh, uh, that I, I know of, uh, Square Enix. Square Enix always comes uh, around the time that Sony does, and uh, we know for a fact that they are scheduled uh, to be at E3. Uh, we don't know the time yet, but that's that's fine. Whatever, doesn't matter. Um, there's uh, two big things that uh, a lot of people are saying that uh, they're going to talk about. Uh, one that I care about a lot, one that I not really, I'm not a big fan of the series. Uh, Dragon Quest 12 uh, is, the, is the one that I don't really care. Uh, apparently, it's a really, really good game. It's had like 50 games in its series. Um, so it's it's got longevity for sure. And Dan, I know you played uh, the, what, kind of Minecraft-y 
Dragon Quest yeah. game? Yeah. Yeah. Dragon Quest Builders. Yes, yes. Um, so, uh, sure, Dragon Quest Twelve. Why not? It's probably going to be a great game. Leonard, do you play this game? I only played a little bit, and then I forgot about it all this time. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's that's about uh, that's about how I feel about it. I, I I think I buy every fifth uh, Dragon Dragon Quest game, uh, try it out, and I'm like, okay, uh, uh, not for me, and then I move on. Uh, but the big one that everyone is talking about and everybody is uh, hoping to get more information on um, is Final Fantasy 16. This one uh, is going to be the first M-rated, mainline M-rated Final Fantasy. And I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. Yeah, everyone's saying it's uh, more mature. Yeah. I don't know. If, uh, it's not rated yet, obviously. No, it's not rated yet, obviously, but uh, we saw we saw the uh, opening cutscene, or not the opening cutscene. We saw uh, a sizzle reel, basically, for for this, and there was blood and gore, and I think somebody said fuck. Um, so we know it's going to be uh, at least M rating or pushing T to its absolute limits. Yeah, I think because if it's like how movies work, you get one fuck. You get one. You get one. Um, yeah. So uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, as long as they keep the fighting uh, mechanics that uh, uh, 14 had, do I mean 14 or do I mean 15? I think I mean 15. Yeah, 14 is Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, so yeah, 15. Uh, I, I was really a fan of that fighting system. I just hated the world and the characters. Uh, so maybe with a more mature uh, uh, lens on the Final Fantasy universe, uh, we can sort of, uh, uh, you know, see what this what this can be uh to a newer generation especially if it's going to be on ps5 come on come on oh yeah i am super yeah um square enix though has a number of other properties uh that sort of get uh shoved under the carpet uh consistently uh and actually so much so that uh the game i'm going to mention in just a second here uh sold like crazy and they still said that it didn't sell well enough. And the game I'm talking about, of course, is Tomb Raider, a, uh, a video game staple. Um, so who wants to talk about Tomb Raider? Nobody. Oh, oh. it's like. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm dumbfounded that we're talking about Square Enix where Take Two, a parent company of Rockstar, is going to be at E3. I'm just dumbfounded here, but oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I will talk about take two at the very end. Don't you worry about it. Oh yes, then okay. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk up Square Enix then. Okay, let's talk up Square Enix. Tomb Raider. Does anybody think they're going to talk about Tomb Raider? Yes, and it's always been a fun game. I'll be honest with you. It was one of the first games I had on my Xbox uh, One. Yeah. Nice. And it was a fun game. Granted, I only played halfway through of it and went to Assassin's Creed. Um, but it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, if they come out with a new version of it. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it will be. Uh, I mean, considering it is a benchmark currently uh, for the uh, GeForce 3080, uh, the uh, Rise of Tomb Raider, I think so. Yes. Uh, Rise of Tomb Raider is a benchmark for PCs right now uh, because of the graphical intensity of the first 20 minutes. And then like two hours into the game, it also gets... Uh, insanely graphic, graphically intense. 
Um, so it's a benchmark, which is an important milestone in PC gaming and gaming in general. Um, and Tomb Raider has been showing up every single time uh, to bring a solid game uh, that is just as good, if not better, than uh, its its counterparts uh, in like Uncharted and other uh, third person shooter action RPGs. Um, Dan, do you think uh, Tomb Raider is going to be announced or teased or anything? Um, no. Damn. Um, I guess the reason why I say that is because of uh, Forspoken uh, Project Mafia. Yes, I was um, going to bring that up. Oh shit! You're right. Announced. Okay. Um, and. Depending on the gameplay aspects of that game, will depend on if it steps on its toes or not. No, I get you. I get you. I understand. Yeah. Um, the, that is correct me if I'm wrong. That's that's the one that the PS5 was like showing off when it was yeah. when the PS5 was announced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and from the looks of it, yes, it does look like a third person action adventure game. Uh, so it would be stepping directly onto uh, uh, Tomb Raider and Laura Croft's shoes. Um, so yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. They would, they would want to focus on the new IP, uh, and let Tomb Raider simmer for another year. I can see that. We happen. did also forget, um, the George R. R. Martin game. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there's, the, <clears throat> there's going to be a lot of things that, uh, that we forgot in this episode because I don't want this episode, uh, to go on for two hours. I'd rather it go on for an Elden hour. Ring. Yes. Elden That's Ring. A- I'd rather it go on for an hour and 45 minutes like it's uh, shaping up to go. Nope, it's going to be two hours with, with fucking skits. Okay. Two hours. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yes. Um, but yes, no, I understand Elden Ring is probably going to be at least shown like what the fuck this game is. We all know it's going to be a Dark Souls-like game um, with the uh, uh, story background of uh, George R. R. Martin. Um, uh, and hopefully uh, D.B. Weiss and the other showrunner that I always forget his name, uh, they have nothing to do with this because then oh. the end of the game will actually be good. Bringing it back to uh, Square. Uh-huh, okay. Apparently Tomb Raider Definitive Survivor Trilogy was announced. So they're so just that, repackaging the three games and... Yeah, exactly. Fine. So Tomb Raider will probably get a... Just a yeah, a, a little marketing boost, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. Other than other than take two, is there anybody that we're talking that we're missing? Real quick. Verizon. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> um. All right. So here here is my prediction for take two. They're gonna, of course, show off uh, NBA because uh, why the fuck not? They lead uh, NBA sales. EA doesn't even fucking compete with EA uh, uh, NBA Live. Uh, cause live sucks. Um, take two will show hopefully something for red dead online. Uh, they have been, um, sort of teasing at it, uh, in game, uh, and on Twitter and Reddit for uh, a little bit now that, uh, uh, something is coming. Uh, whether it's, it's just going to be DLC. It's not going to be anything major, but it will be something. And, and, me as a really good big fan of uh, Red Dead Online uh, appreciates that because it's something to do in that goddamn game. There will not be a GTA 7 reveal or it will not even be talked about. 
Oh, I said seven. I meant six. <laughs> it's like, I, definitely will not be a problem. It definitely will not be that. No, no, because I was, I was not wrong. I will then also say there will not be any discussion or reveal or anything about GTA six. I agree. I would like uh, I would like to be able to uh, this episode be cut back to uh, where he said that he was wrong about predictions beforehand I, with E three. No, I know the next. So so what's great about this uh, doing this podcast uh, the way we do it now every other week, um, we will actually next time we record the podcast. Of course, uh, Jeremy, we will record the podcast in two weeks. Uh, next time we do it, it'll be directly in the middle of E3. So we'll 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 have all of uh, the big major guys uh, already have t- uh, spoken. So we'll be able to retroactively look at what's been going on at E3 like we do every year. Uh, and Leonard, just for you, yes, if I'm wrong about anything, I will interstitch uh, the wrongness into the next episode, I promise you. Hooray! Jeremy, I am sorry to burst your bubble about Take Two, especially Rockstar. Rockstar doesn't give a shit about you. No, you're 100% right. Rockstar doesn't. And honestly, Rockstar at the point right now, they could post a new like logo of their company and the internet would like have a panic attack over it. Um, I'm happy we're finally talking about Take Two because I'm predicting it. I'm putting, I can put, I'll put $5 on it right now. <laughs> We'll get three things out of take two at, at E3. Do it. Um, GTA Online content. Yep. Okay. I see that. You're, you're, you're going to get your Red Dead Something. already dead online update. Yep. Yep. And we're going to see gameplay of Grand Theft Auto V on the new consoles. That's it. <laughs> yep. Uh, and That's there it. will probably be a new DLC for for what? Borderlands 3. Oh. Oh right, I forgot that uh, Take Two. Uh, yeah, they they put that up. Yeah, yeah, that is Take Two. No, 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 it is. No, you're right. 2K. That's it's Two K. Yeah, it's Two K. Yeah. What are you talking about? I was talking right. about NBA Two K too. So what am I talking about? And we will get an NBA live, but that's it. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Rockstar doesn't care about anybody. Uh, all they care about is money, and they know that they will always make money, uh, no matter what they do. So uh, they don't have to do anything at all, ever. They made more money in one game than any other entertainment property ever has. Uh, So, yeah. Well, to put a a nail in the uh, GTA 6 thing that everyone's doing. Yes, yes. And I haven't said it in a a while, so I'll say it now. Great. Just think about the money. (laughs) Yes! Um, Yes, Dan! He's back! There... Like they're gonna want to launch on the precipice of next gen. They're not going to want to launch when people can't get consoles on a platform that can't that's pushing it, and then have it still be uh, held back by previous gen. They will yeah. still do a last gen one, but they want the sales from the next gen that pushes the game to make it look like it's the next game. Yeah. So yeah, they're yeah. not going. They're not going to for a few years. I love that, Dan. I love that. And, um, rockstar has mentioned in the past, uh, uh, that GTA is all about taking a look at the world and, uh, uh, putting it into the lens of GTA into its wacky, campy, weird, outrageous bullshit. 
and they wait for major world changes for for their game to have the most uh uh you know impact uh on i i guess pop culture and society if if you want to get all hoity-toity about it um and yeah, a lot of shit has happened to America uh, in, since uh, GTA V released, but uh, I don't think it's out of the realm of uh, their storytelling purview uh, to really comment on uh, in any major way. I'm sure it will be commented on in their new game, but uh, uh, from a storytelling perspective, they're waiting for the right moment uh, to release GTA Oh, yeah, unto the world I mean, not to make things even more serious with the number of um shootings that have been going on yeah a gta game is not going to be responsible no no uh and they, they are they are well aware uh of that fact um just to bring it back into comedy um bully two will never happen we need to give up the dream it will never ever yeah, happen. Bully's like forty now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You're Bully, forty. Bully's forty. And from a from like a a, a society uh, point of view, um, it's just not a good look. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can have a game where you uh, uh, have sex with a prostitute and then kill her with a gun. Um, that's fine in America and most of the rest of the world. Um, but to be mean to children. Uh, as you play as a child, uh, that is not as good anymore for a number of reasons. Um, and if you look back at bully, the first one, uh, and just sort of look at it with 2021 lenses, uh, it does not hold up. Uh, the gameplay is great. Uh, uh, the characters are hilarious, but, uh, there are some details in there that you are forgetting, and would not fly anymore. So, does anybody have anything else to say before we 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 close uh, the crystal ball and 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 wait until the tenth for E uh, three to happen? Nope. I will take that resounding silence as a no. So. I will do the end credits now and uh, everybody will like them. You can find us on iTunes or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts, such as Spotify. We're on there now. If you didn't know, and you're an Android user, maybe Um, other than that, we have a bunch of other podcasts on the silver tongue audio network, such as midnight in the Bay, which happens every single Monday. That's a Bay Area comedian that I've uh, gone to school with my entire life, uh, and he's a very funny guy, and he tours the Bay and does stand-up, and then he gets on a podcast and talks about his life, and it's great. We also have Dazed and Disturbed. That is a very disturbing podcast that if you are into the weird and macabre and funny and stoner stuff around the world, you should definitely tune in. Danny Dallas Monstros does an amazing job bringing in some crazy guests and talking about some crazy shit. And of course, my baby, the one that I work on so very much. And if you didn't get a podcast uh, uh, update uh, in your feed about uh, the NPC adventures, it's because uh, I had uh, the COVID vaccine recently and it knocked me the fuck out. So I'm taking a week off of uh, (laughs) producing podcasts and uh, uh, that one uh, got on the cutting room floor. So 
Gonna have to wait until uh, uh, next Friday for that one. But uh, yeah, NPC Adventures. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. D&D. It's great. Thanks, everybody, again, for this amazing podcast. Dan, it is fantastic to hear your voice again. It's so sonorous and so wonderful. I do what I can. I know you do. Leonard, again, great to have you on the podcast, as always. And uh, Dragon Ball Super Dope. Funny podcast, great podcast. If you're into Dragon Ball or just generally anime, uh, check it out, guys. What are you doing? Yeah, plus we have a My Hero Academia one that goes on, I believe, every time there's an episode. So that's about weekly. So you should definitely check it out. What's that called, by the way? I've always wondered what that's called. I think it's called... Oh, man, I'm so bad with the name. It's fine. (laughs) It's like My Hero... my Hero's Super Dope, I think. My Hero's Super Dope. Ah, that makes sense. Uh, brand recognition. There you go. Game recognized game, my man. All right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. My Hero Academia is like the biggest anime right now, right? I think so. It's one of the biggest. Yeah, for sure. One of them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jeremy, uh, thanks for, for sticking around with us and uh, dealing with our uh, constantly making fun of Xbox and uh, falling asleep when you start talking about sports games. No problem. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm actually surprised I'm still here. I'll be honest with you. (laughs) Well, as I say at the end of every podcast episode, until next game, everybody, until next game.